Welcome to Youthology Live again this week. Every week we take on a topic in youth leadership and this week we are finishing our push for the new book coming in uh, early 2023. It's called Next Gen Faith. <laughs> I cannot wait to get this into the hands of every youth leader and parent in our country. This book is coming uh, because of a crisis that I see across America in Generation Z. We have a crisis in this generation. The crisis is that we are serving a God we do not know. Think about that. Serving a God we do not know. One of the most alarming research discoveries in the U.S. over the last five years is the plummeting adherence to Christianity and the dramatic loss of a biblical worldview among the last four generations. From the grandparents, the silent generation, down to Generation Z teenagers today. It doesn't take much effort to see the decline of Christianity and a biblical worldview in the last four generational sets. Especially looking at Generation Z, the present teenagers and college students today, where there is almost no biblical worldview, down to 4%. And uh, we've also seen in that generation the highest number of atheists at 13% in any generational set in American history. In multiple research findings from Barna and Pew and Feed Resources, the Global Youth Culture Report, and the American Worldview Inventory, 84% of the silent generation, or the older grandparents today, claimed to be Christian. Then they had children that we call Generation X, or adult parents today. And the research has found that only 67% of Generation X claim to be Christian. So down from 84% in the silent generation to 67% in Gen X. But we saw the statistics continue to spiral when Generation X had their first set of children, the millennials, who are about 22, 23 to 38 years of age today, depending on the sociological model. The millennial set were found to be at about 49% Christian. Finally, the research shows that the present generation of teenagers and college students today that we call Generation Z, the youngest set of kids from Generation X and the, uh, the younger brothers and sisters of the millennials now consists of only about 34% that would call themselves Christians. So 84% in the grandparents down to 34% in teenagers today. So in four generations, we, we dropped from 84% in the grandparents to 67% in the parents, Gen X, to 49% of the older, uh, of the millennials, the older brothers and sisters of, of Gen Z to now 34% of the grandchildren of the grandparents who profess to be Christian in America today. The faith handoff from one generation to the next has failed miserably over the last four generations. When you look at the statistics, it's stunning. The 4% the biblical worldview in Gen Z today, meaning that literally they think through the topics and the issues and the concerns um, 
of their world, of their society, of their life. They think of those kind of topics from the standpoint of the scriptures at only 4%. Let me hit you with some more stats because they don't get any better. Look at the following revealing statistics from this latest research from a compilation of uh, organizations, Barna, Feed, Pew, American Worldview, Inventory, all of these. 27% of, of the US population is Gen Z. 35% of Gen Z consider themselves um, atheist, agnostic, or no religious affiliation, a third. 13%, as we said, are atheists, as opposed to 7% of the millennials just a few years prior to that, double. 50% of Christian teens in the U.S. believe Jesus was raised from the dead. 50%. 32% uh, of Christian teens in the U.S. believe that Jesus is active in the world today. That's it. Not even a third believe that Jesus is active in the world today. 46% of Christian teens say they never read the Bible. 45% of Christian teens believe that all religions have equally valid truths. 39% of Gen Z attend church weekly. Not even four out of 10 attend church weekly. Christian teens, 16% of Gen Z say that becoming spiritually mature is a goal in their life. That's it, 16% of Gen Z has a goal of becoming spiritually mature. When it comes to the faith of this generation, Gen Z, millennials, let's throw in Alpha Gen, Youth ministry in America needs a missiology, or what we would call a plan. I believe part of the problem is that we are doing youth ministry in a Nickelodeon way while our teenagers are living in a Stranger Things world. Think about that. It's like the church treats young people two years younger than they actually are with programming like Gaga Ball and Nine Square and pizza parties and sermonettes, while the public school system treats them as young adults, maybe two years older than they actually are, demanding their understanding, their discipline, their teamwork, their punctuality. I believe young people can handle theology I believe they can handle the deeper things of God's character and his nature. And that's why we wrote the book. That's why it's coming out in just a few months. I believe teenagers can understand the scriptures and spiritual discipline just as easily as they can understand reading, writing, and arithmetic. <laughs> Listen, do not underestimate, do not underestimate the ability and the willingness of teenagers to grasp Christianity and a biblical worldview. The spiritual formation of a generation is dependent upon us as parents and youth leaders and what, what we're going to do to help them see uh, God. Think about it this way, the Grand Canyon, right? Picture the Grand Canyon. Now, the Grand Canyon and understanding our relationship with God could be seen kind of like this, right? It's like seeing pictures in movies and hearing people tell stories about the Grand Canyon all of their lives. We get this picture in our mind and have an illusory understanding of one of the seven wonders of the world, right? Like right now, you're thinking, 
If you've never been to the Grand Canyon, you're thinking about the way people have described it. Maybe we even have an emotional connection with the thought of the Grand Canyon. But in reality, we've never stood on the rim of the Grand Canyon. We've never seen the Grand Canyon. Not with our own eyes. All of our lives, we've seen the social media posts and the vacation photos and the advertising and marketing pictures of one of the seven wonders of the world. We've watched the movies, seen the news reports, maybe flipped through National Geographic or some other television uh, uh, program or magazine or documentary of one of the most spectacular, iconic places on the earth. On the earth. But in reality, we have never stood on the rim of the Grand Canyon looking at this iconic scene as far as the eye can see. We've never seen the Grand Canyon. Now, relate the Grand Canyon analogy to this present generation in America and their relationship with Christianity and God. A generation who has mostly never seen the photos, watched the movies, or heard the stories. A generation that has a 4% biblical worldview. A generation who has really never, mostly never had an emotional connection to Christianity or to God. Maybe even a generation who has mostly never been to church or youth group. And in reality, a generation who has mostly never stood face to face with God and seen him. That's why I wrote the book. I want the character and the nature of God to be presented before this generation for them to make their choice. See, we need to help teenagers take their place on the global landscape of Christianity and to stop worrying about the next movie to hit the screens, the next game to come out on Xbox or the next album from some industry icon. I want to challenge all of the American teenagers and specifically the Christian teenagers to the greatest spiritual discipline of their lives. To build next gen faith from the disciplines, the spiritual disciplines like prayer and reading and worship and fasting and journaling and apologetics and generosity and administration and especially their relationship with the Holy Spirit. Every chapter in the book deals with these spiritual disciplines. Listen, it's as easy as the couple of chapters that start the book. Can, can I just give you a little peek into it? We gotta stop telling teenagers to do this stuff and show them how to do this stuff, the spiritual disciplines. For example, um, to break up your prayer into days. Something like this, right? On Monday, we tell teenagers, pray for yourself and the spiritual disciplines in your life. All day Monday. Take the day and pray about one thing. Tuesday, prayer for global leaders, missionaries, church leaders, and Christians globally. Wednesday, 
Pray for revival in the American church. Thursday, prayer for all of their student, their friends, faculty, staff of middle school and high schools, right? Pray across America for teenagers and high schools. Friday, pray for the lost and unchurched uh, students and friends. Weekends, praying again for the family, for themselves, for boldness and power to reach the world and then start it all over again on Monday. Real simple. Those kind of things are set up in the book to help teenagers move to the next level. Because if we're going to meet the task of an American awakening that we desperately need in this generation, then we gotta prepare this generation to lead it. Because I'm not gonna lead it. Gen Z and Alpha Gen are gonna lead it. And we must ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to build the faith of this generation and to bring the spiritual disciplines into this generation. History is clear that every renewal of significance in America was begun by young people. That is the reason for this book. We must increase the faith of this generation by increasing the spiritual disciplines of this generation. That's the faith handoff I wanna bring through the brand new book coming out in, in uh, the first of 2023, January or February, Next Gen Faith. Okay, so make sure you're watching out for this because the church today in America understands that if we do not see a faith handoff from this generation to, to generation, um, you know, Z and generation A, Alpha Gen, what, are, what is it going to look like in the next decade, right? We cannot lose a generation of Christian young people to the faith. And so please be looking for this next book. I cannot wait to get it out there. In the next uh, few months, you'll see it next gen faith. Okay, thank you for joining us again this week. You can find us on the socials. All you gotta do is click the link tree, right? Click the link tree where you can read the manuscript on our website. You can listen to the iTunes podcast and uh, uh, watch the YouTube video, okay? Again, link tree on the socials. All right, hey, God bless. Have a great week.